morning. I'm pleased to join you as Minister and Government House Leader to outline the government's priorities uh, for this fall sitting in the Legislature. Uh, as Premier Smith has emphasized a number of times in recent weeks, our province is facing significant challenges. We're facing an inflation and affordability crisis that is making daily life costs for Albertans difficult in so many ways. Cost of groceries, soaring utility bills, the price of gasoline, and so much more. The federal government has only made these inflation crises worse, thanks to its reckless fiscal practices and job-killing energy policies. In this session of the Legislature, our government will take real and tangible action to not only help Albertans make it through this difficult inflation time, but also, for the first time, to stop Ottawa from infiltrating our province's jurisdiction with laws and policies that prevent Alberta from thriving. Our government will introduce, as Bill 1, the Alberta Sovereignty Within a United Canada Act. This legislation will enable us to protect Albertans from federal laws, policies and practices that harm our economy or our jurisdiction. It will send a clear message that we will defend and promote our province's prosperity and constitutional jurisdiction. The Alberta Sovereignty Within a United Canada Act will ensure our voice is heard so that Albertans can freely contribute and participate in Confederation as proud Canadians without fear of unjust or unjustified federal intrusion into our lives. It will also allow Alberta to set its own path as part of a strong and united Canada. You will hear more about the details of the Alberta sovereignty within a United Canada Act tomorrow when it's introduced in the legislature. We'll also introduce uh, legislation this sitting to provide significant financial support to Albertans to help them manage through this time of inflation. This legislation will enable government to quickly provide a series of affordability measures that will benefit all Albertans, particularly the vulnerable, seniors, and families with children. It will empower several government departments to immediately begin the process of delivering much-needed assistance to Albertans, keeping utility costs manageable, and ensuring age, income support, and senior benefits keep up with the rising cost of living. Albertans will begin to see the benefits of these actions early in the new year, and the support we provide will continue into 2023, well into that year. We know this support will only be the first step and may not be enough, but it will be real and tangible and support that will make a lasting difference to those who need it so much. Other legislation this sitting will include amendments to fulfill our agreement with the Alberta Medical Association. Alberta has the best frontline workers in the world, and these amendments allow us to work closely with the province's physicians to improve primary care and to get more resources to the front lines of Alberta's healthcare system, where they are needed most. We'll also introduce long-needed improvements to the justice system, making the courts more efficient to ensure safety for Albertans. As well, we'll make amendments to the Police Act to ensure police officers in Alberta have the tools they need to fight and prevent crime, protect our communities, and are accountable and representative, to Alberta, representative of Albertans. Together, these amendments will ensure our, provinces, our province has an efficient and well-functioning justice system 
and modern policing that reduces crime and keeps Albertans safe. Finally, we'll also introduce legislation that will end adverse possession and secure property rights in Alberta. This will truly be a monumental sitting of the legislature that will set a new path forward for our province. It will put in place new foundations of freedom and prosperity for Alberta that I believe future generations will look back on with gratitude. And it will ensure that we're able to provide support to Albertans struggling through the affordability crisis. I look forward to working with my MLA colleagues in the House on these measures and with the opposition as we vigorously and healthily and uh, debate in a healthy manner together and work to chart a new course forward for Alberta. Thank you, and I'll be happy to take your questions. What happened to making amendments to the Human Rights Act to stop people from being discriminated against for not being vaccinated from COVID? Is that Thanks on the table? For, thank you for the question. We discussed in great detail in Cabinet and Caucus the priorities for Albertans right now, and it's pretty clear. It's affordability, it's access to health care, and defending Alberta from Ottawa. And this legislation that's coming forward in this session will address those issues. So we'll see it in the upcoming It's gone? It's gone? Like I said, the priorities facing Albertans right now is affordability, it's access to health care, and defending Alberta from Ottawa, and intrusion there. And we're making sure that all the bills that come forward in this sitting of the legislature address those specific issues. And the bill, sorry, the, a, the, the AMA, <coughs> I assume this is, you're going to revoke the section of Bill 21 <coughs> that gave you the right to tear up their master contract, in which case you just did tear up their master contract. Is that what this reverses? You know, I'm going to let the Minister of Health address those questions, and the Premier also has an availability this afternoon. Uh, so I'll let her answer those questions. We're making amendments to the AMA. What are the are you telling me you don't know? What I'm going to let you do is I'm going to let you direct those questions to the Premier later today. Well, so I'm here to address the actual legislative agenda. If I can answer the, if I can if I can answer the question, so I I am I'm here to address the legislative agenda this fall, and I believe that the bills we have coming forward address the priorities of our burdens. Yeah, but what's the AMA bill? You you promised government's promised to revoke the bill allowing you to tear up the master agreement. So. You tell me that you're not going to tell me as House Leader what the bill is about, or you're telling me you don't know? I'm telling you, I'm going to let the Minister of Health address those questions. Those are questions better addressed to him. My question is, but why are we talking to you? Why are we talking to the House Leader then, who doesn't even, won't even tell us what the bills are that he's introducing? What's the point of this? The point of this is to outline the legislative agenda coming forward this fall and let you know what the priorities are and what, what kind of bills we're going to Anybody be addressing here. Any other questions? Do you think it was a mistake to have a bill in the first place or have a law in the first place that would allow you to rip off that master agreement with the doctors? Is this an, you know, revoking that? Is it an acknowledgement that that tactic was a fail? I think what we're acknowledging with the bills coming forward this fall is that we are facing an inflation crisis in this province. We're also dealing with concerns about access to health care and intrusion from Ottawa. And so what you're going to see from this government coming forward this fall is legislation specifically addressing those problems. That bill about adverse possession, and I missed the other parts. Like, I understand what, what that touches. Can you explain? Right. So, um, I guess in layman's terms, squatters' rights, it's uh, re revoking that within the, uh, it's revoking that. So, it was a campaign commitment and something that's very uh, important to a lot of Albertans. And so, we're bringing forth the bill to abolish adverse possession. Go ahead. Adverse possession and what was the other? Adverse possession. And in greater detail, the, the minister addressed that, but uh, the minister of justice. But uh, that bill is coming forward this fall. The NDP says that they seem <coughs> like they're likely to introduce amendments to the affordability bill. 
So they, they're seeking to expand the number of people that would be eligible for these kinds of benefits you're introducing. How open do you think your government is to those kinds of amendments that would bring more people into these affordability programs? Well, I'd have to see the amendments first, but uh, I believe what we're putting forward is a suite of uh, measures to make life more affordable, affordable for Albertans. Um, all Albertans are benefiting from some of the measures we're putting forward, including indexing the personal income tax, uh, the utility rebates, and also suspending the fuel tax. Why seniors, though? I mean, uh, somebody uh, had quoted that something like almost half of seniors are, are great income earners. I mean, why... Do those, why is it not income tested? Well, uh, I believe, uh, again, the greater details of this bill I mean, and these measures I'm going to have are defer to the Premier. Uh, she has a meeting available later this afternoon. But uh, at a very high level, I think that we have to address the affordability crisis in Alberta. People are struggling to pay their bills, to buy groceries, take their kids to hockey practice. Um, you know, we're not spiking the football saying this is going to be the, uh, a solution for everyone. Uh, you know, immediately. I know that everyone's de dealing with different things, but uh, we're looking to make life affordable for our burdens and support them in this time of need. Arthur, you go ahead, and then I have to hit the phone. Sorry. Uh, Arthur Green, Western Standard. Uh, I know you guys, or you just mentioned you're going to be introducing the Alberta Sovereignty within a United Canadian Act. Um, what are the differences in what's being introduced and what Premier Smith, uh, Smith said during the leadership, uh, during the leadership uh, election? Like, is there any differences from what the Premier said it was going to be uh, to what it looks like now, or will we have, just have to wait until tomorrow? You know, I'm not really in a position to, to talk in great detail about the bill because it hasn't been introduced yet. Uh, it will be introduced tomorrow. At that point in time, you'll be able to look through it, and uh, we'll be debating it in the legislature. But uh, I think it actually deals with the some of the most important issues facing Albertans right now, which what is its affordability. Ottawa's intrusion into Alberta is hurting families' bottom lines. And one example would be the fertilizer cap. I've heard from a lot of uh, Albertans across the province who are very concerned about that. And this is a, and so you know we're we're going to take measures to make sure that Alberta can do what's best for us with, with minimal intrusion from Ottawa. All right, operator, can you please put through the only caller that we have? Rick Bell, Calgary <coughs> Sun. Uh, good morning. Um, just going back to the. Um, human rights for the unvaccinated. I remember the Premier speaking most passionately about that concept at a press conference at the uh, UCP convention just outside Edmonton, and that was very recently. So I'd like to know, um, you've said it's been, it's not happening now because it's not one of the top priorities. I get that. Is it not happening forever, or is it just not happening now? Is or is it finished as a proposal, or or could it come back? Obviously, in the spring or sometime down the line, or is it or is it finished? Is it dead? Uh, thanks for the question. I I think that that question is actually best directed to the premier. Um, again, hoping to address the uh, out, outline the priorities and the path forward for this fall legislation. Um, but And I think that the bills coming forward actually do that. So uh, I would, uh, Rick, thanks for the question. I'd probably ask you to direct that to the Premier, rather. And you're talking about changes to the Police Act. Does that, I mean, just in general terms, yes or no, does this have anything to do with the establishment? How much, if anything, does this have to do with the establishment of a provincial police force? 
Or where, where are we at with that? Is anything on the provincial police force, in other words, coming forward in the in this session? So this bill does not uh, does not have anything to do with establishing a provincial police force. Um, again, any further details on that, you'd have to ask to Mr. Minister Ellis, the Minister of Public Safety, uh, about that. So, Any more questions from the floor before we... What's in that thing? You don't know what the changes are to give more tools to police? I do, but again, the bill has not been tabled, and so I'm not going to go into great detail without uh, letting you We're asking let, for a high-level overview, as you did with the uh, private, uh, the, to Audrey's question. I mean, you can give high-level uh, overviews of what these bills are, so what is the police bill, please? I think I did it with, with my opening remarks, Dean. No, you didn't. Catherine, go ahead. Okay. Hold it, hold it, hold it. You said, Dean, you've had plenty no, of questions no, that you've asked, an and answer. Catherine hasn't asked one yet, so I think it's fair that she gets a chance to ask okay. a question. Well, well, I guess, is this related to the police after The mandate letter had some, some outlines for what's changing in policing in the province, so is it to uphold the mandate letter? Is it to, like, what's, what is it? Yeah, so, again, it's to protect our communities and make uh, police more accountable to the communities and representative Alberta. How's that? Does that mean an independent body to receive complaints about police? That was one of the proposals. Is that in there or not in there? I appreciate the question. And I'm also going to defer that to Minister Ellis. I think that uh, he's in the best position to answer those questions in greater detail. How many bills are we going to see this session? Uh, you know, we haven't uh, finalized the, uh, the number, but uh, I'm, I think the ones that are coming forward are addressing those really important issues, and I'm looking forward to it. And, I, uh, I think you're going to see a lot of great bills here to support Albertans in their time of need. And there's a couple of bills that died on the order paper that your predecessor said may come back, but it's a pretty short session. So are we going to see the Condominium Act or the um, Professional Governance Act, or are those deferred to a later date? Uh, we're going to look at those, but at the moment uh, I don't have much to say about them. Yes, sir, I have a question about the, the, the amendments to the Human Rights Act. I mean, you're, I hear what you're saying, but you're the person that's telling a bunch of Albertans who the Premier was very vocal about, who chose not to be vaccinated. She called them the most discriminated against group she's ever seen. And now you're the person up here saying that those people are not going to see those amendments in the Human Rights Act. What would you say to that group of Albertans who are unvaccinated about the decision of this government not to bring that in this session? What, what is your explanation to those people? What I'm saying is that the bills we're bringing forward address the concerns we're hearing as a government that are the top priorities to them, which is being able to pay their bills and making sure that they have access to good quality, affordable, uh, good, good quality health care. And they have that. Our frontline workers do tremendous work. And uh, having this, uh, this legislature focusing on those priorities is, I think, very important. And then they appreciate that. So to the Albertans who are wondering what's coming forward, I can tell them that this legislature has legislation, or uh, this government will be putting forth legislation to address their primary concerns. But the Premier said that this is a matter of access to health care, but that um, by enshrining this in the Human Rights Code, that's going to increase the number of staff that are available. So <laughs> if, if, if you're talking about access to health care, so is it going to be in or not, and why not? Well, and I think it's a great question to just Premier later this afternoon. D any other questions? How long will the session last? What are you, what's your end date? Uh, legislative calendar has us looking at uh, ending before, shortly before Christmas. Last week of, uh, like the week of, I, I don't remember, it was like this, uh, 19th, is that it? Uh, I believe the last Thursday before Christmas is the 22nd. And what day is the affordability bill coming? Uh, that is to be determined, but uh, the first bill, of course, will be introduced tomorrow, which is the 
uh, Alberta sovereignty within a United, within a United Canada Act. And I see there's only afternoon sittings on the calendar. Mm -hmm. uh, is that subject to change depending on the pace? Are we going to see morning, evenings? Well, we always have to uh, look at the calendar based on need and making sure we get these bills debated robustly with the opposition. And uh, so we'll, we'll sit whenever we need to. As a member from Calgary Law, he'd advised uh, your caucus all in terms of whether he tends to sit on the House? I, haven't, uh, I can't speak to what he's, uh, what he's decided to do. I was thinking, so you need to know who's around for votes and that sort of thing to work with the whip. And so as the mm -hmm. member from Calgary Law, he'd communicate it to you at all what his intentions are in the fall sitting? I have not spoken to the member from Calgary Law. Thanks, everybody.